What's up, y'all? This is wide receiver Deontay Simpson. This is cornerback Cam Johnson. Cornerback Deshaun Getty Jr. Senior forward Zachary Simmons, and you're listening to Bruins Breakdown, your home for North Texas sports. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Bruni's Breakdown, the 24-7 sports podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Bruni, and with me, once again, is Colin Mitchell. Colin, it's all over. <laughs> Season's over already, huh? It's just like that. <laughs> just like that, Talking Colin. about going to Houston, then I couldn't go to Houston because of COVID. I don't have it, by the way. I just can't, <laughs> we just can't get on the field because of COVID. There you go. Just had there to make that disclaimer. And then now, because of UNT, someone on UNT has COVID. And now yep, and, uh, Houston misses their fifth game. Poor Houston, man. Poor Houston. Before we get into anything else, man, poor Houston. When I That's saw why Derek King left. He foreshadowed COVID. <laughs> He's looking damn good in Miami, too. He's a monster. He is a monster. Um, but yeah, man, before we do anything else, I just want to say, so I feel bad for Houston. I really do. Five games? Like, that is incredible, man. I, I could not imagine covering a team, playing on a team, actually is much worse than covering it, obviously. So, I mean, I saw Keith Corbin's tweet of saying, like, I just want to play one game. And it's like, damn, man. They've been preparing for all these teams to be like, nope, 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 nope time after time after time and at this point you have to think they're cursed like it is, it is unfortunate thank thankfully none of, like they haven't had an outbreak so i mean you know everyone's healthy there so that's the good news but i mean damn man you do all this work stay stay healthy you know stay in your little bubble and then five straight teams get it and you're done yeah. it was memphis then it was baylor then it was north texas i mean Big games too, right? Not just like FCS games. Yeah, yeah, against assume. actual teams. Yeah, and it's just crazy because, like, remember we us being concerned about Houston Baptist like staying healthy, and this isn't the to knock North Texas because I think before we do anything else is this you know obviously COVID is not uh, a predictable thing to where like even for all we know the person who who got it or the four people who got it were wearing their mask you know maybe went to the grocery store or something we have no clue but um with that being said we did say talk about how you know houston baptist how are they gonna you know it's cost a lot of money to play these games to stay healthy and they've played two games and they're about to play a third game without any problems so it's kind of just like a random thing at this point it feels like and and obviously it is with this virus but um I'm I'm hoping, and we don't know anything, any details of who it is or what the situation was, but we're hoping that it was not um, someone acting irresponsibly. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. And I, I hope that's the case. Um, I will, whether we'll know that or not is uh, unlikely, I think. But that's the um, that that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that it wasn't. And I I think we can go back to obviously the last game with Katie and Tyreek going out um with what we assume one of them maybe tested positive and the other one down to contact tracing and then contact tracing just basically probably took out the rest of the linebackers again that's an assumption but i think that's probably our safest assumption it's interesting to me that they still went through with smu if the linebackers did indeed have covid is that interesting to you at all you mean if if one of katie or tyreek had it well if if we're saying that KD or Tyreek had it and they traced it and then it did, they traced it to the linebackers or whatever. They still ended up playing that game against SMU. 
mm-hmm. with the linebackers that they had left. So is that at yeah. all iffy to you? It it is iffy, but it's it's also not because there was the Friday test that they had, which I'm assuming again, like I said on the podcast, which is what we assume got one of the Davis boys. And again, maybe they they live together. Maybe it's just them two living together, or maybe I don't know. There was they had a film session with just those two, or something like that. Something to where the other one would be held out in that situation. And on Friday, so if they tested the Friday before SMU, and all the other linebackers were healthy, and there was no, you know, there's no. Uh, this is probably after walkthroughs or whatever else. I don't know or maybe before walkthrough, so they were able to take them out before the other people, you know, got in contact with them, then maybe that's a case where you don't have to take everyone out. Um, I am curious, though, to see if it is the linebackers and if that's the position unit, because I feel like here's – here's another question, which is kind of branches from your question. If it is the linebackers, let's say it's every linebacker cannot play. Mm-hmm. I mean, with games that are premium the way they are, you don't just play Houston with without linebackers. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking too. Is you basically did it anyways? <laughs> you know, I mean, you played like, you played Kyle Howe, you played freshman right, linebacker like, spots. I mean, and now if now if it wiped out the whole position group, obviously you can't. But if you have guys that can play, I'd say why not? I think I think with with the way the season's going at this point, it's not going to be a like the bowl games, you're not playing for anything. Basically, exactly. you're gonna have teams canceling left and right. This could be North Texas. This is not gonna be North Texas' only game, based on just the percentages. You know, Houston lost had five games in a row. There's less likely of a chance for to play another game, as there is not playing another game at this point. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, you bring up a good point in that there's no um implications of eligibility everybody gets their eligibility this is a basically a, a free season yeah that's why upton stats um, playing <laughs> yeah every, everyone's playing there's no you know cost of eligibility and as a result i wonder just at this point man you're just playing for fun you're playing for revenue purposes which is obviously important for these these um these schools and you're playing just i don't i don't know i don't know how to describe it but you obviously the main concern is playing is being safe, but you're just playing at this point to kind of fill the void of what you need. Right. And I don't you're know. You're playing to play. That's, yes. That's what yes. you're doing. Exactly. Exactly. If we were again, if we were worried about oh only player safety, they probably wouldn't be playing at all. But at this point, you're playing because we believe that there's a possibility of you playing and keeping and staying safe, which is why the Big Ten is trying to reopen, which is why a lot of which is why maybe the Pac-12 will try to reopen in, in the future. The MAC. Um, yeah, all, all the conferences are trying to get it done because, A, the revenue implications, and B, this feels manageable at this moment. Whether that's true or not, we don't know, but it feels manageable. And so um, I'm saying, and maybe it's it's an it's a unsafe thing for me to say is to play with, you know, walk-on linebackers or something like that. Maybe that's not... Uh, or maybe move like with the safeties to linebacker. You can't tell me Jackson Gibbs can't play linebacker, but, um, <laughs> but, and maybe that's, that's an unsafe thing or unwise thing to do or say um, from me. But like I, like I'm saying, like I said, just at this point, you're just playing just to play. I don't think it, it you can't, 
be worried about, you know, oh, we're going to lose to Houston by 72 if we don't have linebackers. And that's that's my only question is, you know, was there any talk about playing without lineback without linebackers? If, like, if it was linebackers, again, I'm not Right, we're on the assumption. It. Yes. Uh, I feel like there's no reason for them to think that way, although I think they did think that way because in their minds, they want to win every game. You know what I mean? They want to mm-hmm. still make the quote-unquote bowl game or whatever if there yeah. is even is a postseason i think that's still a concern for teams that are playing obviously houston probably won't be in that boat when they say reschedule when are those gonna games gonna be rescheduled you know what i mean so i think you're completely right in saying and i don't think it's unsafe at all to say just play to play if guys are healthy because if guys are healthy they can't spread it you know what i mean yeah. especially if you get tested three times a week this would be completely different if they were getting tested like every monday Mm-hmm. And then guys can get symptoms on a Saturday without anyone knowing. And I think that's that's the important thing is that they do have the precautions in place. It's that the reality of it is is that guys are going to get it from, like you said, going to the grocery store, getting gas. You know, it's not just – it's not a bubble. And we, we've talked about that yeah. before, and I think it's important that everyone understands that. But I also think at the same time that it's important to understand that it's okay to, to play because of what they do have in place. Yeah, and – I'm interested to see what Houston's kind of the ramifications are for them. I'm just interested to see. I'm trying to figure out how much North Texas maybe was getting paid from this Houston game, if at all. I don't know if they were getting paid much at all, but still, it's something, mm-hmm. most likely. Um, and you bring up a good question of whether it will be rescheduled or not. I probably will lean towards no because it's not a conference game and because with the way things are going for Houston, I think they're just going to be focused on their conference schedule. Right, and what like, are you rescheduling for? I mean, you're rescheduling for the for the same reason I said play safeties at linebacker. You're just you're rescheduling just to play. Well, yeah, but if if <laughs> well, if if the plan is to still play somebody, God willing, instead of mm-hmm. giving them a whole season of you know teams having COVID over yeah. over them, you know they're going to still be able to play. But I think why reschedule if there's nothing to play for? Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, is if any any postseason win, any bowl game is gonna have an asterisk next to it. I mm-hmm. think at this point it's just a play to play. You don't play five games this week. You play two games in a row these two weeks. We don't know. North Texas could have five games off now. You know, it's. I think we we are we had the luxury of playing these first two games, and mm-hmm. I think Houston's the norm, and North Texas is the exception to the rule, mm-hmm. only because. You know, North Texas had the two guys, and Houston's the people that don't have an infection, and they're the ones getting punished for it. You know what I'm, you know what I mean? And I think yeah. that's that's North Texas is the exception, and Houston's the, yeah. or you know, flipped. What you get? What I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I will say, I think they're gonna try to reschedule it. I think that I've said it before. I I really believe that they're just gonna try to play as many games as possible. It's gonna be like. In the past, like when I, be- I believe it was a hurricane postponed uh, one of Old Dominion's games or something like that, or maybe canceled it, I don't remember. Um, and Houston, I think, had a hurricane as well cancel like their game ago, against Hurricane Harvey. Yeah, against like UTSA or something like that. And UTSA only played eleven games or something like that. Um, those are situations where you know you have the rest of the season. I feel like in if they have a bye week that matches up or something like that. I think we could possibly see these two kind of meeting again, just because, like, hey man, let's just play, like yeah, let's let's just let's just point. meet up in Houston and 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 just play. You know, you can fill it twenty percent. 
Um, we'll have all our tests and stuff. And if anyone comes back positive, then we'll probably not play. But I, I don't know. I feel like games this year are such at a premium to where you, they're just going to be like, let's if we're safe, if we're healthy, let's play. Because there's going to be a lot of weeks where we're not healthy or we can't play. Yeah, so, evident by Houston not playing. Exactly. So that's where I'm, I'm at with the, the rescheduling. I do think there's a chance. I think there's a better chance than what I, I most people think. So if they're thinking like a 10% chance, I'm thinking like 25% chance of yeah. it being scheduled. So nothing crazy, but um, looking forward though, Colin, I mean, North Texas starts its conference season in 10 days. Yeah. yeah. And... We, we know about the quarantining situations. Um, I will say that I, while the Davis, uh, again, assuming that the linebackers have, have um, were, the, were the group that had this um, outbreak, any player on the team that tested positive, I assume to have a 14-day quarantine, right? Some, something like that. I believe contact tracing, and this is uh, just me kind of talking here, spitballing, I would assume the contact tracing would have a much shorter quarantine time. Like you'd have maybe a three or four day quarantine, then you test, test, and then you'd be good to go. So there, that's I'm, lo- I'm a lot less worried about the, the linebackers playing. I'm more worried about whoever was positive playing. Right. And, so, and the 14-day quarantine is only if you get over it in 14 days, right? We don't know mm-hmm. how long it's going to take them to get over it. Um, but this also goes back to not only – Okay, so why would they not play against Houston unless the whole, uh, whole the, every linebacker was contract traced back? Yeah. Um, we talked about if they were going to lose by, like you said, 72 points, why not still just play? I think it's mm-hmm. important to realize that other teams have had it a lot worse off, like La Tech, for example, didn't have eight starters. They still mm-hmm. played their games. I think that at this point, North Texas can only go into this Southern Miss game thinking we have to play. If, if we can put guys on the field, we have to play because we know who's healthy and who's not. Mm-hmm. And regardless of like like you said, if you lose by seventy two points, I think it's still an indictment on whomever. Yeah, and and it was one thing. What I was uh, Charlotte who had the position group, the entire offensive line contact trace, mm-hmm. and they couldn't play against North Carolina. The offensive line is much less replaceable than the linebackers, right? And I'm I'm not saying this to to be like oh find a way to play like you need to play like oh you need to play no obviously safety first i'm all for player safety they need to make sure all of the um tests were passed in order to play but the linebackers specifically i feel like is a position where you see safeties come down to play linebacker you you can maybe play four down line and you can maybe play five down line Kyle Powell played linebacker you yes (laughs) there you go The thing is, Seth Luttrell said in his press conference on Tuesday is you might see wide receivers play corner. You might see running backs play with safety and vice versa. You might see this and that. Like in this season, you're going to see things that like maybe you weren't expecting. He said that on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's foreshadowing maybe playing, doing something with the linebackers um, on Saturday, but whether he was or wasn't, it did. It foreshadowed what they could have done, I think. And that is plug in players. Like you played the Kyla Powell. Again, Kyla Powell's a good player. He played linebacker before. So this isn't the exact same situation, but you've played guys who weren't true linebackers already this right. season. And 
for I, I feel like Jackson Gibbs could easily drop down. Mikhail Sanders could easily drop down. Trey if Sanders had played safety for a year. <laughs> yeah, no, there you could move Trey on the. No, you can't. Well, Trey's hurt right now, but you get the point. <laughs> right. That, yeah, guys can be moved that, around. Yes, I mean you can. So that that's my only question that I want to ask someone is: Was there any talk of just not playing playing without linebackers? Because this is different than than Charlotte playing without offensive linemen. Because yes, offensive linemen are much more um, irreplaceable. I'll say that than linebackers. Like right. you can't get a tight end to play offensive line. Like, that's not going to work. You can't get a defensive tackle to play offensive center. So um, that was my question. I think you you hit on the head is that you kind of have to play Southern Miss not only because it's a conference game, but like I said, is that you need. You just need to play as many games as possible when in safe conditions, right? And I think, like, and I, th- I don't think anybody anywhere is saying that the conditions aren't safe. I feel like it's, but I also think at the same time that it's important to realize it is, it is. You can't go in the mindset of every game thinking that you're going to have a full roster and to cancel exactly. a game because of that. I think is, I guess I can't think of another word. Stupid in a way, just because games are at a premium. You're playing to play. And the alternative is you don't play. And mm-hmm. then what are you gaining from that? You know? Yep. Arkansas State was down nine starters against Kansas State and beat them. Again, I mean, I'm not saying you have to win the games. I'm not. Right. You're just. Expectations. You're saying that I'm it's saying possible to play the games without. It has been. It has been shown time and time and time again mm-hmm. so far this season. Early in this season. We haven't even seen the SEC play. Uh, we've barely seen the pack, the Big 12 play. Like we are just now seeing power conferences start to play, and you're you can't tell me that those guys will not play if they don't have linebackers. You're right. No, like you're right. if 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 LSU loses seven linebackers, they're playing. <laughs> yeah, I maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong in in that respect. And again, I want to stress, I'm not saying play the players that have contact traced to the covid the positive right. test of course not. I, do not play them do not play them i'm saying if there is no contact tracing to the safeties and the corners and the defensive line and only the linebackers i feel like there is a way to do it because like you said this is a season where you're just you have to, it's it's makeshift it doesn't count the season doesn't count for like yes the the results are going to be put in record books it's awesome but and the stats are going to count, of course. But at the end of the day, eligibility is not lost. And you're going to look back in the season like, damn, remember that game where they didn't have 12 players? Right. Or remember that game where they didn't have linebackers? Like nobody's going to look at you if you lose to Houston by 52 and be like, oh, well, that's a problem. <laughs> you didn't have linebackers. Right. And we already, I, people were already, and I was kind of making an exception to the SMU game in a little bit. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball saying that they had linebackers maybe it spots them two touchdowns they still don't win but instead of 65 maybe it's 52 like we're already starting to talk that way so at this point these games are for the kids if they're healthy this game and obviously for the universities to make money i've already said that but i'm kind of repeating myself is that this game is it's a game and if it's possible to play it you know they're gonna have to just bite I don't want to say bite the bullet because everybody's healthy. Like there's no bullet. Right, there's to be no bit. bullet to bite. Exactly. Yes. So I, I feel like you just you kind of just gotta you just gotta you just gotta play. You gotta try your hardest to play it. And so um, I'm interested to see how this this 
works itself out in a sense to where the COVID, um, the, the, the contact traced people, if um, they're healthy, if they never test positive, if they're able to get them back and then um, play against Southern Miss. And if that's the case, then again, there will be obviously asterisks next to every single game this season where somebody misses a game, but it's a game at the end of the day. Like football is a game. So um, I think that's all I had on it, Colin. You had anything else? I was just going to ask, uh, Go do you think it is important or unimportant to have, I guess in our case, Seth announce who got it or what group got it? So do I think it's important? I think it's important that we know what position group or what unit of people caused for the game to be canceled. So like Charlotte, we know it's the offensive line. For basically every for basically every team that has canceled games, we know what it was, like what right. position unit it was, contact tracing-wise, that led to that. As far as individual players go, I feel like after reading up on, on HIPAA laws, I feel like that's not as plausible okay. anymore. So I was wrong in that respect on the last podcast in demanding that, in, in the tweet to demand that. I feel like that makes sense. Because COVID is like could be life threatening in a sense, right? So that's where HIPAA I think comes into play. And so I was mad more so at Seth saying that's HIPAA in response to uh, Trey Sigger's health. That's what I was more upset about um, because that's not HIPAA. That's that's a football injury. You could talk football injuries, but the COVID situations I understand you can't give not giving out names more so. Um, and but I do think as far as position groups go, just be like, yeah, um, we can't say who, but basically we all of our linebackers, you know, can't aren't can't play due to contact tracing. Yeah, and and like you said, I don't think it's important to know if KD, Kyrie, or who whoever had it, but down to con at least the contract tracing level, you can understand the the levity of of or the seriousness of how many people got it. Yeah, yeah. So that's um interesting. I mean, and it's not like again, this goes back to it's not like it's unheralded for us to see it. If anything, it is the norm to um at least know what the situation was that they were put in. And I think that helps give clarity to to what North Texas the decision they had to make. And I think as more of these decisions start to come down, then maybe we'll see and once we know the situation for all these decisions, we'll start to know what to expect more so and like how they're handling it, which yep. is all all I've ever really asked. And I think all any reporter, all any person has ever asked is, we just want to know how you're handling it. That's more important than... than playing games. Any, yeah, playing games is how are you handling these positive tests? And as long as we are clear on that then we can play games. And that goes back to what I said last podcast about the Big Ten, you know, asking questions about them is making sure you're holding everybody to a standard, um, not just saying, oh, yeah, this, you know, somebody on our team got it, and uh, I'm sure they'll be back eventually. No, like, this is a very serious thing, and we just want to know how you're handling it and the, the steps you're going to and um, all that good stuff. So I feel like that answers it. Um, we just wanted to keep this podcast pretty short, probably 20 minutes or so. Um but we wanted to give our thoughts on the situation at hand at North Texas. We're hoping that Southern Miss um, happens in 10 days. Um, we probably won't record a podcast before then. I'm not sure, but um, we'll definitely have a lot of stuff going up on the Mean Green 24-7 site, meangreen247.com. 
we are running a 60% off sale this entire week through Friday. So check that out. Um, if you appreciate our stuff, if you want to support us, just go um, subscribe for our annual subscription for 60% off. I mean, it's like $3 a month. So, you I mean, it, it would really help us. Um, subscribe on Apple's, follow us on, on SoundCloud, Bruni's Breakdown Podcast. Leave us a five-star rating review. Colin, we're up to 37 reviews oh, now. 40. Round of applause, round of applause. Round of applause. Um, 30, <laughs> 37 uh, reviews now, uh, or I'm sorry, ratings. Thank you all for that. Uh, follow us on Twitter, CJH Mitchell and Matthew Bruni underscore and me at Mean Green 24-7. And I think that's all ahead. Everybody stay safe. Please wear your masks. For Colin Mitchell, I'm Matthew Bruni. We'll talk to you all later.